Welcome to this week's edition of EIU Panthers Podcast. We are rounding out the summer months as this past week the Ohio Valley Conference held its annual football media day with this year's event once again in a virtual format. Eastern Illinois head coach Adam Cushing and running back Jalen Benefield represented Eastern Illinois during the event. The Panthers had two preseason All-OVC selections in linebacker Jason Johnson and kick returner Matt Judd. EIU will open the 2021 season with a Week 0 game on Saturday, August 28th at Indiana State. The home opener is Saturday, September 18th against Illinois State in the Mid-America Classic, with the Ohio Valley Conference opener on the road on September 25th at Tennessee Tech. This week we bring you the EIU session from the OVC Media Day as we get prepped to kick off Year 2 of EIU Panthers podcast the first week in August. You can listen to EIU Panthers Podcast wherever you get your favorite podcast. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio Podcast. Simply search EIU Panther Podcast and click or follow to start enjoying our previous episodes today. Consolidated Communications is a proud sponsor of Eastern Illinois Panther Athletics. Want to learn more about the future of broadband for your home or business? Then visit Consolidated.com today. Congratulations to EIU shortstop Trey Sweeney, who was selected in the 2021 Major League Baseball Draft with the 20th pick of the first round by the New York Yankees. Trey was one of a handful of players at the MLB Draft in Denver this year and represented the Panthers during the live telecast on ESPN and the MLB Network. Sweeney became the third EIU player ever selected in the first round of the Major League Baseball Draft. An exciting year of Eastern Illinois athletics is just around the corner. Stay up to date on all things EIU this year by visiting us online at eiupanthers.com, the official athletic website of Eastern Illinois Athletics. You can also follow us this year on Twitter at EIU underscore Panthers. We hope you are enjoying the summer months and this special edition of EIU Panthers podcast. We resume our weekly contests with new guests the first week in August. Coach, if you just want to start us off, general thoughts on uh, this upcoming season. <laughs> what, an, what an exciting time to be a football fan. Two football seasons in the same calendar year. Um, this is fantastic, right? I, I know um, that's that's the fans. You talk about how about the coaches and players that get to do this twice this year. And um, it, we're pretty excited about it. I know that our team is thrilled right now to be on, on, the, uh, on the doorstep of the football season here again. But... Uh, I think that the reason that we're all excited here at Eastern Illinois and, and excited for this season is the, what our players have continued to do uh, to just embrace success in all aspects of life. Uh, we had an, a, a set a team record for a GPA, 3.17, 63 guys on our roster over a 3.0 GPA, 18 with a, with a perfect 4.0 GPA, all records for our program and, um, and found ways to give back to the community off the field and, you know, not able to maybe go to, to recess with, with young people anymore, but found ways to read to them over Zoom, found ways to pack, um, you know, pack meals for those less fortunate than us. Um, and that all sets the stage for, for success on the football field. I think what I'm most excited about and most proud of in this program is the complete commitment from top to bottom of the, of the coaches, the players, everybody's um, full buy-in to building success over the long term, right? The, the true value and, or I'm sorry, the true measure of success is sustainability. 
Um, it's it's doing it for for a long period of time and and not just trying to do it for one season at a time. And and so obviously the results have been um, not the what we've wanted on the football field, but they're coming because the young men have completely bought in and understood that that we're doing this for that reason. And after two years of starting double digit freshmen, each of the last two seasons, we're excited for for the opportunity to to maybe not have all that many freshmen in the starting lineup this year. We've got a great group of freshmen that have been on campus all summer and probably as talented a freshman class as we've recruited. But but when you see the the, the young men that have been weight trained for a couple of years now in the program that have really bought into success knows what it takes every aspect of life we're really really excited for this season after a very competitive spring season that we that we were uh, in every football game we were leading three of our, our six football games by two scores in the second half and um, our guys are ready to build on that and and turn it into those w's that, that we've been looking for um, consistently Thank you, Coach. We got some questions down here, and I'll call on some people. If you have a question, just let me know, and uh, if you haven't already typed down there. We're going to start first with Craig Haley. Go ahead, Craig. Hey, Coach. Thank you for the time. You mentioned, you know, being in a lot of games this past spring with the young lineup. How do you make that next step, uh, and maybe even two steps in one, as you're rebuilding a program? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, it's It's Two things, I believe it's it's players taking over the standard of the program. It's lead, it's leadership from within, right? And our theme for this summer has been lead, follow, or get out of the way, right? Mm -hmm. And truly pushing, the, you know, as coaches, empowering and pushing the leaders to to take that over, to do it themselves, right? The standard from the day that we walked in the door as a coaching staff has been owned by us and and has been held by us and but when it comes down to it in the fourth quarter when we're up a score still it has all the plays get made by the players right I, I say it to the to the young men all the time you could look at me I don't have any plays left in me right so when it comes down to it it's time for you guys to make those plays and you've got to be able to look over at your buddy and hold him accountable and but you don't hold them accountable on fourth and one for the first time ever you hold them accountable and you hold each other accountable and you both serve that greater purpose you both serve the team every single day by looking at each other, telling each other the truth and uh, and truly straining for one another. That's number one. Number two is just finishing and just an overemphasis from our from our program on finish, everything that we do. Um, certainly that, that was disappointing. I'm not going to mince words on that. Disappointing to not finish those games. But, I, but interesting to have or interesting, exciting to have so many players back that were on those teams, right, that, that have been in those tight games and understand and being able to use the lessons from the spring to truly inform how we practice and how we go about our business right now. Sure. Just out of curiosity, during this season, is it possible to talk about the history of your program to use that as motivation to players? I don't know if that's such, is much a thing during the season. It's a, it's a great thing in the off season. It really is for, for them to, to understand what they're part of and to be standing on the shoulders of these giants that have come through this program. I mean, that's not a small thing. It's, a, it's an impactful thing in recruiting and it's an impactful thing for the young men in the program to understand the history and to have something to live up to. But in the moment in the season, I think that the focus has to be on that one team. Right. That one team gets one opportunity to play together. You're never going to have that team, that group of young men and men together ever again. So focusing on each other and just looking each other in the eye and saying, we're doing this for us. Right. Not for anything else. And then throughout the offseason saying, wow, look where we are. 
look, you know, and you have that off season that's pretty long, maybe that needs that motivation. So we use it in the off season more than season. Sure. Thank you, coach. Absolutely. Craig. Uh, Dan, you're up next. Go ahead. Morning, Adam. Good to see you. Hey, Dan. Um, kind of something you talked about at the top here, you know, it's a quick turnaround from obviously your spring season to, you know, opening camp in a few weeks. So what measures have you put into place and, and do you anticipate putting into place with that in mind? Well, um, first thing we did was, was you know, sat down with, with director of football performance, Derek Stein, who does an absolutely incredible job and just, you know, kind of embrace the idea that thing, this thing is a marathon, not a sprint. So let's make sure that we're building gradually throughout the summer, right? Even though you, there, there was maybe that, that thought process of, man, this is an incredibly short offseason. We better get everything we possibly can in right away and, and you know, push them and push them and push them and push them so we can make massive growth and massive gains. And while we, we certainly targeted gains throughout the process, it was really to take care of their bodies right? To get them back. And we had time to get them back after the season. They had, they had about a month to go home, had a nice program of, of kind of recovery, optimization of their bodies, but then slowly grow so that we can be peaking when we hit August 28th and, and beyond and not peaking on, you know, July 18th or 19th, right? The, the goal is really to get their bodies ready for football and have everybody physically, mentally, and, mo and emotionally because a, a season and a season through COVID protocols is taxing, not just physically, mentally, and emotionally. So kind of planning for the long-term. I got one more and then I'll let the other guys get in. Um, you know, obviously two teams leaving the OVC, um, but you talk a lot about opportunities. So this gives you the opportunity to have four non-conference games, including the week zero game. So how important do you feel that is having those four games to run up to conference? Well, I, I, you know, we obviously have an incredible opportunity to play in week zero. We're, we're so excited um, for, to have that, you know, our, our, whatever 50 minute away rivalry going with uh, with Indiana State it's an incredible program they play great football I know Kurt very well he's a great great coach great human being runs his program the right way um, so that opportunity just to to maybe broaden who we're playing against is really fun um, but I think you know your point is well made it's going to be really important for us to use those opportunities to improve I believe what you're going to see is going to be the most competitive OVC season in a long, 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 long time. You know, you look at all, all the way from top to bottom, anybody can beat anybody on any given Saturday. And, and you're going to, you look at all the players in this league that are coming back for another year, this is going to be phenomenal. So we've got to use these out of conference games to get ourselves ready for a phenomenal season. I believe every, you know, everybody can call me on this if they want to come, uh, come October, but I believe you're going to find me to be right that that 99% of these games are going to come down to those last seconds in the fourth quarter, because this is an incredibly uh, strong conference top to bottom. Thank you. Uh, we'll go next to uh, Nico. Nico, go ahead with your question. Hey, Coach, you talked about the experience that the last two freshman classes have gotten on the field. With those being the first two classes that you've brought in, how have you kind of seen their leadership kind of step up as you kind of mentioned that lead, follow, or get out of the way example? How have you kind of seen that start to develop in, in that culture that you're trying to build that will hopefully lead to some wins this year? Yeah, it is. Nico, it's a great question, buddy. I appreciate it. It's absolutely phenomenal. Um, and I think that's what makes all of us around here so excited about, about this group, about this team within the program is just that the, the, the guys that came in 
uh, with us right there in, in 2019. And then even this last group that's, you know, that we started 12 of them in the spring, right. That have now have that game experience and understand how hard it is to win a division one football game, right. They understand that those tiny little things throughout the off season add up to that, right. That those, those just last straining on the 10th rep of, of 10 in the weight room that, you know, when we're running our, our conditioning out there on the field of making sure that our foot's behind the line, that we're finishing past the line, all those little things add up because in the moment when you're, when it's a tight game in the fourth quarter, like we had in the spring, almost every game we played in was came down to the final moments in the fourth quarter. Those are what's going to, going to push us over the edge. And I think those that the players within it, owning that, those details is truly the difference in our program right now from the spring or 2019. Thank you. Absolutely. We'll go to uh, Mike Brad next. And if anybody else has questions, let me know down in the chat. Hey, Coach. How you doing? Hey, Mike. How you been? I'm well. Um, can you speak to the quarterbacks? You've got, I, I think, four maybe on the roster. Harry Woodbury started a lot in the spring. He's not back. Uh, Otto started the rest of the games in the spring. He is back. You got the transfer. You got new guys. How does all that sort out? Yeah, certainly. Um... <laughs> EIU better also always be talking about the quarterback position, right? Given our history and, but the reality is in, in football, everyone knows this, that, that it takes a quarterback to win football games, right? And we're very fortunate. The four guys we got on the roster have had an incredible summer. Um, you know, certainly right now you got Otto returning with some game experience. That's really exciting for us because we were a different offense with Otto out there when you just, just statistically, right? If you look at the, the points we were scoring with Otto as the starting quarterback, at the yards we were gaining, the consistency, our efficiency per play, there are a lot of really positive things. So Otto brings, you know, that element, not only, um, you know, throwing the football down the field, but making some plays with his feet, extending plays. He's got incredible patience to not just take off, to really extend the play and find an open receiver down the field. Um, and so he's had a great summer, but part of the reason he's had a great summer is those other three guys right we've got the young man that transferred in Chris um, one of the newcomers but Chris has picked up the offense in a big big hurry um, he's done an incredible job obviously we can't be around a football right now but um, but just you know learning the stuff we are able to be in film study with him a couple times a week and, and I think what you see with Chris is a guy out there on the field that's he and, he and Otto are neck and neck and everything that we're doing right they're both incredible competitors Right. And also really good athletes. Right. And so because if they, you can be competitive all you want, but if you're not a really good athlete running next to a really good athlete, you don't have a whole lot of a shot. Right. So you got two really, really explosive guys. Uh, our other returner is, uh, is Zach Weir. Zach has really continued to progress. Zach has a great understanding of the offense. Um, he's, he's also gaining a ton of confidence, right? His more time here in the program has given him more experience. And, um, and then the next guy is, is our true freshman, Zach Trainer, has come in. And again, another guy, he is incredibly diligent. I mean, you talk about a guy that just won't leave the football facility because he's always looking for more ways to improve, another way to be, get some mobility in the, in the uh, weight room, another way to go out in the field and, and get himself. I mean, we have legitimately had to throw him out to say, hey, listen, again, you know, going back to one of those earlier questions this thing is a marathon take it easy on your body you don't need to be doing three hours of extras every day but 
everybody. Um, so he's got a really bright future. Again, the, the NCAA rules being what they are, we haven't seen him throw the football lick in person yet, which is crazy. But the cool part is next Friday, because we're playing in week zero, next Friday we get to put our helmets on and, and see these guys throw the ball. And, and to follow up, and I, really not a follow up, but um, normally you would think that a young team, they're going to get, you know, everybody, a lot of people back. I mean, it'll be better. They'll gain on the opposition. But that's not necessarily the case this year because everybody's got theoretically everybody back. Can you kind of speak to the, I guess, the unusual nature and how your program kind of fits into that? Yeah, Yeah, you're right. Right. Almost everybody's got almost everybody back. Right. And and it's just another great challenge. Um, And I think the what what we're excited about is when you have young guys, young guys can make more growth than older guys. And, And it's not to say that older guys don't make strength gains. They absolutely make strength gains. They absolutely make conditioning gains. Right. But the biggest jump happens from freshman to sophomore and sophomore to junior because you get that experience and then you get that little extra experience. Because first, when you first start playing college football, the thing is going a million miles an hour and everything's buzzing past your face. Then it starts to slow down as a sophomore. Right. And then once you finally start growing up a little bit, it's really traveling slow and you can see everything that's happening in front of you. And so the biggest jumps come from the young guys to, to getting a little bit older. So I think where we're most excited is you know, again, double digits, uh, freshman starters for two straight seasons, seeing those guys have the game slow down for them is going to benefit, benefit us in a big way. All right. Great visual aids with the hands there, coach. Thanks. <laughs> Always trying to help Mike. We'll go uh, Matthew Fladden next. Matthew, go ahead. Coach, um, we're going to talk to Jalen here in a bit. Can you tell me a little bit what you're expecting from him uh, this year? Um. Walter Payton Award is that? No, no. Uh, yeah, Jalen is uh, is an incredible, incredible player. I, I don't know if that, that there's enough Zoom recording time available for me to to speak his superlatives. Um, you know, from the day he walked into the program, obviously he made an impact on the football field, um, and that's what you guys all see. I think what, what what makes us so excited about him is is all that leadership I've been talking about. Um, Jalen's the guy that embraces that and has since day one, right? Walked in as a leader from his own football program and really understands what it takes to be successful in, in a high level and is, is not scared of those uncomfortable conversations, really embraces them, is willing to lead his teammates. And um, that's what's going to make the biggest difference for us, you know, as a program, um, because I, you know, it, it sounds silly because, you know, it's only his third year here, but I think his playmaking ability just kind of goes without saying, you know, he's incredible running back. He does, he does phenomenal things because he, he'll beat you. He'll, he'll make you miss. He'll run over you. I mean, I don't, you know, I joke with him all the time that he needs to gain some weight, but it doesn't matter how much he weighs. He, he runs about 50 pounds heavier than he is when he needs to. And then he's also a guy that creates mismatches in the pass game. And so um, his ability to make plays for us is absolutely critical to our offense that um, we're going to be looking for, for as many ways for him to touch the football and impact the game as we possibly can. On either side of the ball, you know, at the end of last season, what were you most sort of proud of, I guess, of your team uh, progression last year? It, well, exactly what you just said, progression, right? We got better every single week. We were a way, way better offense at the end of the season um, than we were at the beginning. And then, and that was with some freshmen starting and taking over roles throughout the season. So even though we got younger as the season went along on offense, we actually improved, right? So to see those guys grow up 
as the season happens is pretty awesome to see. Um, defensively, you know, we, we, we continued to, to be a really, really sound defense. We tackle well. Obviously, Jason Johnson's another one of those names that, you know, sometimes I know some of the opposing coaches have said to me, like, how many different number eights do you have on defense, right? Do, do you line them up at four different positions? Because he seems to be everywhere making all the tackles. But, um, but be, he's doing that because the, the, the defense embraces playing sound and playing within the system, right? Playing within their role. And when you do your personal job, you may not make the tackle, but you make the play for somebody else. And that's what's awesome about our defense is, again, we, as we continue to play more and more young guys as that season went along, our ability and our execution, our assignments actually went up. So just, you know, while our results didn't, again, from a win-loss column, what you see all the, you know, the other measurables of assignment, execution, playmaking actually increased with, with the more young guys that we played. Thank you. All right, Coach. <laughs> Thank you for your time, Coach. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Appreciate everything, guys. Have a great day. Go Panthers. We are going to transition next to uh, third-year running back uh, Jalen Benefield, who was second on the team in rushing. He'll be with us in just a uh, just a sec. And then, if you have a question for Good Morning, Jalen, uh, can you hear me? Okay. Yes, sir. I can. All right. If you all have a question for Jalen, just uh, put it down in the chat, and we will uh, call on you. Uh, Jalen, let's start with this. Then, what are you most looking forward to about this upcoming uh, football season? This upcoming football season, I'm just happy to prove all our supporters, our community, our coaches, everyone that showed us love through the, the good and the bad, giving them the opportunity to give them everything they deserve, you know, especially our, the players that have been here through everything, the coaches, the opportunity to go out here and have some fun and win some football games. That's what we're here for. Perfect, Jalen. Thank you. We're going to have some questions here first. First, uh, Dan, if you'd like to go ahead with your questions for Jalen. Morning, Jalen. Good morning. Um, I'm going to ask you the same question I asked Coach. You know, you're coming off the, the spring season. It's a quick turnaround in, into fall, into the fall camp. You know, for you personally carrying the ball, you know, you take a lot of punishment because you not only run the ball, but you catch it out of the backfield. Mm -hmm. Are there any different approaches that you've had as far as your strength and conditioning or rest with that in mind? Yes, sir. The things you do off the field matters a lot more than what you do on the field is what I've learned um, with this quick turnaround. The recovery, the treatment that I've done, it's all present preventive measures is what I've been doing now is what I've also learned throughout this quick turnaround. Um, practicing for about, let's call it five, six months before actually getting a chance to play a football game last year because we was able to have turn spring ball into fall ball when we got back here. Um, you really just got to do everything you can to be ready for the unexpected, especially with last year with COVID, with quarantine, things of that nature. You also got to just keep that in mind as far as keeping yourself healthy for the team. So with the quick turnaround thing right now, my recovery schedule has been a really big factor of me being ready for this upcoming season. Is there anything specific that the, the trainers have asked you to do or the strength and conditioning coaches have asked you to do differently? I wouldn't say differently, but staying consistent. Consistent is key for anything you do. So I say just staying consistent with the recovery aspect, not just for me, but for the team as a whole. That's all we they've asked us to do. Thank you, Jalen. Anybody else have a question for Jalen? Just let me know down in the chat. 
and we will call on you. We got about uh, seven or eight minutes uh, left for questions. Uh, Matthew, go ahead, Matthew, with your question. I'm not sure if you were uh, listening to what coach said. Uh, he was very, uh, you know, he's looking forward to your, your season, definitely. Um, he also joked that you need to gain a little weight. Is that, uh, <laughs> you know, bulking up, is that something that you're working on? Oh, for sure. I mean, I think more than anything, that just helps for the fourth quarter, um, helps towards the end of the season. You know, when you start off fresh, everything's going to be good. Just an extra little weight won't hurt, but uh, at the end of the day, you just got to be a football player. <laughs> Um, I, you know, I know last year, uh, you know, in the win column, it was a tough season. Um, how hard is it sort of to stay motivated and moving forward when, you know, sort of it's, it's the long term, not the short term. Oh, well, it was easy for me to stay motivated because, um, you want to win, you know, until you get that, you're never going to be satisfied. And even when you do win, um, you still not satisfied because you're going to still tell yourself you could have done something better. And as a team aspect of it, I think we were more motivated than ever because, um, Freshman year, we was in games. This past year, we was winning games. Mm -hmm. So winning games and not being able to finish the way that we've been preaching about now, um, it's full to the fire. It keeps you ready, keeps you on your toes and ready to go out there and finally do what we came here to do. Uh, looking at your uh, Twitter profile, you know, uh, God is definitely an important part of your, your game and your, you know, um, sort of tell me a little bit about that, I guess. My faith is all in yeah. him. Uh, I've been blessed beyond measures, you know, um, to go out here and play the game at the level that it requires me to play it, to stay healthy. I mean, any given day, this game could be taken from you, and he has blessed me the opportunity to play Division One football for a great program and a great place and for great coaches. Can't ask for nothing more. Thank you. We'll go to Nico next. Go ahead, Nico. Jalen, coach kind of mentioned a new lead, follower, get out of the way tone for the team. How have you kind of seen maybe yourself or uh, some of your teammates start to kind of embrace that and maybe, you know, take a little more accountability for what needs to be happening on the field? I'd say one of the greatest things that I've learned is that you're not going to always have to be a leader every day when you have other guys that's leaders also. You know, some of those days you're going to have to follow because not every day you're going to be having the same energy, the same juice, the same mindset. But when you come in, you have other guys that could pick up the slack and could lead on other days also. Some days you're following. That's not always a bad thing. That's another thing I learned. When the culture is as high as it is here, when the standard is as high as it is here, you sometimes have to take the best seat to follow and let the other guys get the opportunity to lead to also prove to themselves that they could be the leader that it requires to be on this team. How confident are you guys that, you know, the experience that the, the last two freshman classes have gotten on the field, how close you guys felt to winning last year that you're going to be able to kind of turn that around and really start to see those results come in here in uh, year three under Coach Cushing? Oh, well, like I said, my freshman year, we was in, it's one thing to be in a game, you know, playing, trying to get to the win, but it's a whole nother feeling to be winning a football game. And the hurt that we felt this past year of winning and um, not finishing to where it resulted into a loss, I said this year is, we're more motivated than ever because we know we can do it. And now it's just proving to the, like I said, the people that do believe in us that we can. It's not always about proving the doubters wrong. Thanks, Jalen. Next, we have Mike Brad. Go ahead, Mike. Hey, Jalen. I know you want to carry the ball on every play, but ideally, how many, I guess, carries or touches should we say would be? good for you in a game however many it takes to win <laughs> hey, 
it, I wouldn't even, um, it just matters on how it really takes to win, you know. Um, if I'm having that day and it's a day for me to help the team, and so be it, however many it takes. When you were a freshman, you were running behind an offensive line that some days had four or five freshmen playing. Now you're running behind an offensive line where pretty much everybody there has started, you know, numerous games now. Does that make a difference, give you some confidence when it comes to going up into that hole? I had confidence in my freshman year, <laughs> but uh, it's just all about now as an offense, I've seen us take this step as far as understanding our responsibility to understanding the, the, the actual scheme at hand. You know, Coach Cruz is a guy that believes that culture beats schemes. And I feel that that's really valid because no matter what play he calls, it's up to us, the people out there on the field to execute at a high level. So no matter if we run the same three plays or 30 different plays a game, it just all depends on how well we execute. So I have more than enough confidence in my O-line, my quarterback and my receivers. And when you look at the schedule for this fall, who really stands out as teams you look forward to playing? I say every single one because um, we want to win every single one. So we can't go into any game without looking past the team at hand. So right now we're looking at week zero against Indiana State, primetime night game, 45 minutes away. I can't even tell you who we play next. I've just been looking at that one. I think it's South Carolina next. But more than anything, starting off 1-0. and Every week, 1-0 and is the mindset. Thanks, Jalen. Thank you. Jalen, Jalen, I want to ask you about what you said about the carrying, running the ball. You're a great receiver, too, out of the backfield. I mean, do you prefer one over the other? It seems like your mentality is whatever it takes the team to win. But um, what's your perception on you know, how you do uh, catching the ball? I would say just having fun. Um, fun fact, I honestly didn't get moved to the offensive side of the ball until full-time offensive side of the ball until my sophomore year in high school. I played DB most of my life, and then I ended up getting moved to offense with a scat, Oregon-style, Baylor-style offense, and played as a scat back there, and then ended up playing full-time offense. So, like I said, it was just fun to be able to touch the ball in so many different ways, being able to just be a playmaker. Can't ask for nothing better. Well, Jalen, thank you so much for your time today. Great answers, and best of luck this upcoming season. Thank you, guys. <laughs>